This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Normally we live vicariously through Harry Douglas and I adventures when we go here, go there. We got Ryan Matlack on the show today. Ryan Matlack, Harry Douglas, was at MetLife Stadium this weekend having a chance to check out the Rangers and the Islanders in the cold and in the burr. And my Rangers came back and won 6-5 in overtime. Ryan Matlack, part of the outdoor series with the NHL. That's right. You're an NHL fan extraordinaire. Harry and I love the NHL. You really love the NHL. What was that like being there at MetLife Stadium this weekend? It was great to see the NHL take a little bit of uh, advice from the NFL Uh and get that script going. Because what better performance? First period, all Islanders. Mm -hmm. Things settled down in the second period. And then in the third period, when all is lost, Uh and Ryan Matlack has just placed an OT and Rangers money line parlay. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I love it. I love it, Matlack. Nice. Nice. You know, it may have been Labatt fueled. But we, we were able to get there, and it was a blast, and I was surrounded by great friends. It was, it was a lot of fun. Oh, man. It was oh. great. Okay, sense. so yeah. it's safe to say that you're a Rangers fan, right? No, oh, God, no. He's not a Rangers fan. We love fan. goals. Yeah. We love goals, Harry. We were fans of goals. Yeah, he was, he's, a, he's a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. There's oh, no okay, way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's okay, okay. no way Ryan Madler. If he's a Rangers fan, that means he married a Ranger girl, and she converted him. Other than that, there's no way. No way he's going to be a Rangers fan. It had to become a legal matter. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers would have to be involved if I was going to change colors. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Always join the conversation of the Freddie and Harry call on the line. We'd love to hear what you have to say at Triple H, say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. At a certain point, Harry, you and I got to get to a Rangers-Bruins game. And we got to bring Ryan Matlack. One hundred percent. So I'm actually going to go to a Bruins game in Boston. Okay. I believe Steve Levy's doing that game. Uh-huh. My partner in crime. So yeah. I told him I'm gonna hitch my wagon to him yeah. while he's actually doing a game in Boston. Bruins okay. on my team, Matt. Like just in case you didn't know, man. Yeah. I, I have me a, a Bergeron jersey, but I know he retired. Mm-hmm. But I have a Pasternak zer- jersey that I got last year. Okay. Thought I was gonna be able to wear in the second round, but they got knocked out in the first last year. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to actually wearing that this year okay. and seeing my. Bruins Bruins do their thing more so than they have in the past. Yeah, I, I'm sure Ryan Maglack has two words for you. Austin Matthews, who's going to be the MVP of the NHL. It goes without okay. saying, it pains me that he's a Bruins fan, but uh-huh. I do have a PhD in dealing with Boston fans <laughs> yes. in general. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, there's no doubt about Self-proclaimed, that. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> so now we got the hockey and money line thing out the way we move on to. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing. The main thing. The main thing with Freddie and Harry. So Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings quarterback for now, he could be on the move? According to Albert Breer, SI.com's own from Monday Morning Quarterback, he says the Minnesota Vikings, Harry Douglas, are not willing to give Kirk Cousins a fully guaranteed contract, which has been standard operating procedure when Kirk Cousins was in Washington and got a guaranteed deal. Then the Minnesota Vikings. Got guaranteed money. That torn Achilles could set a whole different quarterback market involving free agency. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, excuse me, and other dominoes that could be in full effect as far as that goes. Well, it really can. And Freddie, him having that injury, which is a torn Achilles, 
that's going to a lot, give a lot of leverage to these NFL teams or something they can say, hey, you know what, we, if you were healthy, we'll probably offer you this. But the simple fact that we don't know the unknown right now, mm-hmm. we have a feeling that you're going to be okay, yeah. but we don't know the unknown. What if you have a setback at a certain period of time once we give you this money? So they have to cover all their bases in their end of things right. and try to manipulate every penny on the dollar that they can save Mm -hmm. if they're able to do so. Now, I really like Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. Uh, I don't think he – you know, got the justice due to him uh, the years that he's played. Last year, the Minnesota Vikings, in their first four losses, Freddie, that football team, that offense had ten turnovers. Mm -hmm. And they would have won a ton of more games early on they started one and four right. if they had not turned the football over. Now, it was, Kirk Cousins only had five interceptions. It was multiple guys across that offense. So he is a quarterback that has been around the block. He understands certain offenses. Yeah. When I look at the Atlanta Falcons, you know, Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris came from the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. And we know he played for Kevin O'Connell, who came from the Los Angeles Rams. Right. So the offensive systems are similar. Yeah. Also, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, Arthur Smith is now the, uh, the OC. Well, Arthur Smith runs a similar system as well. So Kirk Cousins would be very familiar in that. So there's a lot of places I can actually see Kirk Cousins going. Right. It's just a matter of who's going to be that team who actually chooses Kirk Cousins. Me, uh-huh. in a perfect world, okay. I think Kirk Cousins ends, ends back up in Minnesota. Sure. Where you have a Justin Jefferson, a TJ Hawkinson, a Jordan Addison, and you've really seen that offense mm-hmm. take some strides this season. I can't believe that we're having this discussion in terms of if you had said three or four years ago that Kirk Cousins would be the first big quarterback domino when it comes to free agents, I would say, is everybody signed? <laughs> is there nobody <laughs> else out there? But that's where we are right now because all of a sudden the market could be set based on what the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins decide to do, either stay together, keep the kids, keep the house, keep the dog, or they separate where you get one car, you get one kid, you get one dog. That potential divorce will set the tone when it comes to quarterback free agency. Don't take our word for it. Check out what Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL reporter, who said this on Monday on SportsCenter. Contract voids right, right on the first day of the new league year, right before the first day of the new league year. So since that's after the franchise deadline, the Vikings can't franchise him. So uh, he'll be a free agent unless the Vikings sign him before that. And they have some incentive to do that because uh, if he doesn't get signed before then, $28.5 million uh, of dead money hits their salary cap this year if they can't get that done before then he's a free agent and then what atlanta vegas new england uh, anybody who's looking for a quarterback would be interested in kirk cousins 28.5 million dollars in dead cap money whether he signs or not whether the minnesota vikings decide to guarantee money or have an incentive-based deal they say you know go 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 get your own money 28.5 million dollars is a lot to swallow for a guy that may not play for you when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. It's an extremely <laughs> amount of money, Freddie. Apparently got you choked up. <laughs> yeah, but here's another thing that's – right, when you, when you think about Kirk Cousins and yep. you think about the relationship between him and Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Kirk Cousins, if he's not back in Minnesota, if Justin Jefferson – at some point, leaves Minnesota. Absolutely. Because he's been the guy that has delivered him the football, Justin Jefferson, that is, Kirk Cousins to, to Jefferson. Mm-hmm. That has been an elite quarterback, wide receiver duo f- 
for the first few years of Justin Jefferson's career in the National Football League. So you're pretty sure that he wants Kirk Cousins back right. in a Minnesota Vikings uniform. And I think if you look, if, if the Vikings look at it, if they want Justin Jefferson for the long haul, mm-hmm. they would kind of consider it as, as well. My thing is, do Minnesota strongly yeah. want Justin Jefferson and want to pay him wants to pay him the money that he he wants to get and also do they want Kirk Cousins and give him the money that Kirk Cousins wants to get yeah it's going to be very interesting with the quarterback carousel that in my opinion when it comes to free agent quarterbacks is more important than who's going to be potentially drafted in April I'll explain why here on Freddie and Harry Harry Douglas Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio the ESPN app Sirius XM channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio we don't know what Caleb Williams out of USC, what Drake May out of North Carolina, what J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan, what Jaden Dance out of LSU, the Heisman Trophy winner. We don't know what they're going to do in the National Football League. We got a pretty good idea. At least we have an opinion on it when it comes to Kirk Cousins now in Minnesota. Baker Mayfield with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. And then there's that Justin Fields guy in Chicago. He recently began. This is going to make Harry Douglas and Falcons fans over the moon happy when you hear what I'm about to say. He recently unfollowed the Chicago Bears. Now, we still don't know if he was following that team to begin with. We don't know if it was, intentional, it was an intentional act of doing that. But recently, Harry Douglas, he has begun following Atlanta Falcons players, Kyle Pitts, the tight end, Drake London, the wide receiver, and B. John Robinson, the running back. I love it. I love the fact that he is shooting his shot. Justin Fields is like, don't wait for me to be divorced from the ex. I want to be your next Atlanta. I'm Justin Fields. I like jazz music. I love long walks in the park. I like the binge watch Breaking Bad. He is shooting his shot by letting it be known. Why would you follow three guys from the same team? Three guys that you can't wait to play with or you're hoping to play with. Why wait? Why hope? At that point, Justin Fields said, I'm the bachelor. I want them. And I know them want me. He is shooting his shot, and I'm all for it with Justin Fields doing it in a 21st century way by unfollowing the Bears and following three guys that he would love to play with, with your Atlanta Falcons. I'm coming home, coming home. That's what we're all hoping for in Atlanta, that he's coming home. But there's three things that stand out to me when it comes to Justin Fields being in Atlanta, Freddie. Number one, we talk about the division. It's not the best division in the National Football League. The NFC South, that's what I'm talking about, folks. And then number two, when you look at the offensive weapons, B. John Robinson, Tyler Ajir, Cal Pitts, John New Smith, Drake London, that offensive line, I believe those players are more so easy – Easily to get get along with, uh-huh. more so than other places, right? Sure. Um, they're all young. They can grow together and make things happen together as well. But last but not least, you talk about home sweet home. There you go. <laughs> right by left. Coming home. Huh. That a baby, Matt Lack. Right on time. <laughs> but you talk about someone being comfortable I'm a guy who's from the south side of Atlanta, got to play here for the Atlanta Falcons for seven years, and I knew how much that meant to me. Playing for the hometown team that you grew up watching and for Justin Fields, mm-hmm. you know, who, you know, 
committed to Georgia, played there a year, went up to Ohio State, and then got drafted by the Chicago Bears. So he's been up north for a while to be able to come home and be comfortable in your own skin and be able to, you know, thrive and not have certain things bother you here and there. Mm-hmm. That would mean a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Also, when you look at this, this city and the culture of the Atlanta Falcons, you look at a guy in Michael Vick and what he meant to the Atlanta Falcons, and you look at Atlanta, uh, a city that's great for minorities, I think it will be huge for Justin Fields to be able to come here and, 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 and try to make something shake uh, throughout his career, the rest of his career. I'm going to be the yeah, but guy. I hate to do this to you. I don't no, want it's to, fine. I don't want it's to fine. rain on your potential Falcons hopeful Super Bowl parade. I don't want to be Freddie Scrooge Coleman when it comes to this for Harry Douglas and his Atlanta Falcons. I hope Justin Fields is the kind of quarterback that I think he can be because I wanted my New York Jets team to draft him. When they drafted Zach Wilson, a sadness just came over me. I said, you're going to pass up on Justin Fields, who I think would be further along with the New York Jets than Zach Wilson could have ever been. And it's not Zach Wilson's fault. He was overdrafted by the New York Jets. He had no business being the second pick in the draft. Justin Fields should have been the second pick in the draft. The Jets never gave Zach Wilson the kind of comfort level that you need a guy that you told everybody he's going to be the franchise player for this franchise. And everybody said, him? <laughs> You're going to take him over Justin Fields. I hope Justin Fields does not make me look like a fool. I hope that Justin Fields does not make me look like an anti-profit because I still believe that guy can play in the National Football League. And I know plenty of Bears fans, they disagree with me. Check out what Courtney Cronin, ESPN NFL Bears reporter, giving us the lowdown of how they feel about Justin Fields and Chi-Town. It really does feel like more of a 50-50 split than I think I can remember among quarterbacks within this franchise. It was more 70% dislike, 30% like when it was Cade McNown, Rex Grossman, of course, Mitchell Trubisky. There was the opportunity to move on and upgrade, but... When you take a look at the people who want Justin Fields to stay here, they're looking at those glimmers of hope, the athleticism, the incredible plays that make you go wow and thinking if they could trade that number one overall pick and get a haul even bigger than what they got last year from the Carolina Panthers, you could build around Justin Fields and really give him that opportunity to grow. So if the Bears are all of a sudden going to have that kind of, well, we don't know, they're not doing that. They're going to drive Caleb Williams. Whatever kind of haul they think they can get, get for Justin Fields is not going to be anywhere near what they got from the Carolina Panthers. With all that being said, oh, he's going to be traded before the draft in April. I just hope whenever he becomes an Atlanta Falcon that he does not let me down. It's not so much about letting Harry down or not letting Atlanta down or not letting the great state of Georgia down. It's about me being selfish because I believed in that guy from day one and I wanted my Jets to draft him. Justin Fields, do your brother, do your old Uncle Freddie Coleman a solid. Don't let me down when you join the Atlanta Falcons. Well, you know, like T.I. and Bone Crusher says in a song, <laughs> he ain't never scared. He ain't never scared. I hope not. I hope not. I do not like to be, I do not like to be made sport of by people that I believe in, and I believe in Justin Fields. But I can't wait to see how that quarterback carousel, because whatever Kirk Cousins does, whatever the Bears do with Justin Fields. By the way, it's not a certainty that Baker Mayfield, is going to resign with Tampa Bay because they're going to have dead cap money involving him, Mike Evans, and Antoine Winfield Jr., one of the best safeties in the league. And you know he's looking to get paid. Mike Evans wants to stay a Buccaneer for life, and so does so does Baker Mayfield. There's going to be a lot of hard decisions that are going to be made, and the quarterback carousel involving those three and a guy like Russell Wilson are clearly going to be affected. There you go, and I'm glad you mentioned Russell Wilson because, you know, how you rank these quarterbacks – 
it may be differently from these teams and what they feel like they need on their roster, right? It's Absolutely. all about fit and who, who's the best guy for you and money plays a part in this. When you look at a guy like Justin Fields, uh, he this is going to be his fourth year. You can literally pick up his fifth-year option, also franchise tag him again. So you yeah. are guaranteed whoever gets him like three more years right. uh, of Justin Fields before you actually have to pay him a long-term contract. Didn't think about that. Okay. For a guy in Russell Wilson, you're talking about – getting a quarterback for very, very cheap because we know the Denver Broncos are going to be picking up majority of that salary that is guaranteed for Russell Wilson in 2024. So it's all about uh, where you are as a team. Who do you think fits best for your roster? But also, money-wise, what's the best thing for your organization? Uh, So it's a whole bunch of components when when, when you talk about the quarterback position and trying to bring a guy into your franchise. Scott Beach, one of our favorites, hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN at HDogs83. He says, Kirk Cousins makes us Steelers, my Steelers contenders. Finally, no Justin Fields, please. I definitely agree, 100%. Fields to the Falcons makes great sense. But please, not to my Pittsburgh Steelers, LOL. He turns the ball at an astronomical rate for games he played in. Great talent, but as of right now, Justin Fields, I don't see it. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Big Worm in New Jersey. He's got something to say about this. At Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. But what's up with you, Harry? What's up, Big Perm? I mean, Big Worm. <laughs> what's up there, young fellas? What's up, baby? Hey, all was good in the hood, man. Absolutely. Ain't no need complaining. Ain't nobody listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, about about Justin Fields, man. These young cats is not getting a fair shot. They're 21, 22, 23, coming into the league, looking in a huddle with all pros, future Hall of Famers, and they starstruck. They don't know no better. To me, there's not a lot of GMs getting fired for giving up the farm, the house, my ex-wife. They give up everything for these guys. And two years later, they trade him. I don't get it. So, Big Worm, I I would say this, actually. I think it's the opposite. It's not these guys coming into a huddle Mm -hmm. and you have superstar player, superstar player, superstar player. I think it's the other way around. I think a lot of these guys are coming into these situations where – they're dealing with the bag of chips. And I hate to say it like that because if you're in the National Football League, you had to be great at something to be able to get there. But sure. if we're comparing it to what Patrick Mahomes had 
when he was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs and became a starting quarterback, he had Kelsey, he had Tyreek Hill. You got offensive line, you got all kind of things, mm-hmm. right? And also, you talk about a guy in Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had Jamar Chase, he had T. Higgins, he had Tyler Boyd. And you, you look at Justin Fields, what did he have? Right, so I think that's the difference. Yeah. When we seen Josh Allen get a Stephon Diggs, we seen his game uh, change drastically. So I think it's more so on the organization to be able to build around your young guys and understand that you got to have players around them. Right. You also have got you got to have coaches that can develop talent, not just the quarterbacks, yeah. but other talent on the roster as well. Yeah, Cody Missouri wants to weigh in on that as well at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Commander Cody, what you got? Look. I'm a Chiefs fan. I've made no secret about it. But you know what helped a lot with Patrick Mahomes' development? Being drafted by a great team with a good culture and a solid quarterback to sit behind and learn from. How many times do we have to see this repeated over and over and over again? You go get that quarterback to take you over the hump, get you to the promised land, not drag your butts out of the mud because you're going to ruin a young man. You're going to ruin his life. He's going to be seen as a bum because he's a top five pick and he's surrounded by 10 guys that could be playing at the Y on the weekends instead of in the NFL. <laughs> but but Cody, Cody, I would say this though. It's, it's, it's easier said than done, right? Because not everyone is going to be as luxurious as the Kansas city chiefs and have a Alex Smith in place. Or an Andy Reid. Why you have a Patrick Mahomes and he can sit a year. A lot of these organizations, they're drafting these quarterbacks and they feel like they have to win now and make a splash. And these fans are putting so much pressure on them from, to go out there and play right. and try to turn the organization, organization around without them having the receiver, the running backs, the offensive line, yeah. and the supporting cast in place yeah. before doing so. Kansas City won mm-hmm. for three straight years before Patrick Mahomes even got there. Yeah, put it this way. you got to be built for this to be true to this when yep. it comes to being a quarterback in the NFL. Whether it's a great situation when it comes to Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City or two teams that, in my opinion, failed their quarterbacks. Chicago Bears with Justin Fields and the New York Jets with Zach Wilson. And you could even put Mac Jones and the Patriots in that same category. To me, Mac Jones has not been good, but the Patriots did not help him. The same way the Jets did not help Zach Wilson and the Bears are, at times did not help Justin Fields. Keep weighing in. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Freddie Harry Conlon line at Triple H say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. And who called out Bucks head coach Doc Rivers like this? I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Plus, how does Shaquille O'Neal finish this to Damian Lillard? If you could create your own starting five, what's your team? It would. Find out next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You're going to hear how Hall of Fame basketball player Shaquille O'Neal finished this to Damian Lillard of the Bucks. Damn, I don't have any questions. I'm going to give you some <laughs> advice. And it's good advice as well. You're going to hear that in a couple of minutes here on Freddie and Harry. But real quick, Kirk in, Ola- Kirk in Oklahoma, excuse me, he's got something to say in the Freddie and Harry calling line at 888-729-3776. Captain Kirk, what you got, my friend? Yes, I just had to call you guys because your show basically saved my life and helped me get through the worst part of my life. About a year ago, I became homeless. And believe me, at 50, that's something you don't want to be. And when you become homeless, you isolate. You don't want friends. You don't want family because you're ashamed. And that's what I did. I would go to work and I would isolate. I wouldn't see people for six or seven hours, but I would listen to your show. And you guys became my friends. 
because you were like the only contact I had. And without a TV, you guys kept me up to date in sports and, uh, and everything that was going on in the world. Also, you guys make me laugh. I know it's cliche, but laughter is the big myth. And because when you laugh, it gives you optimism. And without optimism goes a long way. And my life has really turned around and things are looking up. And this may, has made me a better person because I have a lot more empathy now. So when you see a homeless person, don't think that that person is lazy because they've probably got some kind of mental issue or something. Because believe me, you hate every minute of it, every minute. But you guys made me laugh. And my thing was, I'm going to go to work every day and I'm going to listen to Harry and Freddie. And I'm just going to keep on going. And you just find your resiliency. And, I mean, you guys were my best friends for the last year, and I appreciate it. Well, we're not were. We are your best friends. Yep. That's not a word thing as far as I'm concerned. No, uh, Kirk, man, that, that that's one of the reasons why we actually do it, man, to bring humility, to be able to, you know, have people feel the way that you actually do. Uh, we feel like Freddie and Harry is a community show. We're here for y'all. Y'all are here for us, and we're we're going to continue to be that way and, and and provide avenues for people. That's one of the reasons why we have a segment called Safe Space, Amen. where people can call in and feel safe that they can talk about any and everything, and no one's going to judge them uh, across the board. So we we appreciate your honesty and calling us in and letting us know how you feel, uh, man. We love you, bro, and we Amen. appreciate you for tuning tuning in to us. And the best thing for us, Kirk. Hey, can- Go ahead, Kirk. I'm sorry. Can I offer just one? Yesterday, your topic was about how to make the all-star game more uh, competitive. Sure. How about this? How about this? Keep it east and west. The losing conference has to resume play on Tuesday, and the winning conference doesn't have to start back up till next Friday. Oh, that's, a, that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. That, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, take that's not a bad one to me. That, 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 hey, Adam Silver, ESPN, NBA commissioner, contact ESPN radio. <laughs> we have got a solution from you from Captain Kirk in Oklahoma, man, bringing that knowledge. And also the best thing about what he said, the fact that he didn't lose hope. And it could have been very, very easy to just say, bleep it. I'm not going to do it anymore. But he kept that hope. So, Kirk, that was more inside of you. We appreciate the kind words. That we're your friends. We're always going to be family as far as that goes. But I'm glad you realized, Kirk, that hope is always inside of you. And, and I, let me finish with this, Freddie. I, I think it's also important that there are times we come over here and we're serious. Mm-hmm. But we organically are being ourselves and yep. laughing and having fun. And I think laughter is very, very important because you never know what someone's going through that Amen. might be listening listening to this show. Yep. And how it may make them feel to put a smile on their face mm-hmm. and not allow them to think about certain things that might not be on the positive side going on in their life. Yeah, one of the best things I like to read in Reader's Digest, they have a, a sequence called Laughter is the Best Medicine. And it's stories from all around the country that people send in. If you're having a down day, just Google Reader's Digest and click on Laughter is the Best Medicine. I guarantee you, you will feel instantly better no matter what you're going through. Just a little bit of light, a little bit of hope can go a long, long way. Which is something Milwaukee Bucks are hoping to find in the second half of the NBA season. Doc Rivers, since he took over as head coach, they are 3-7 and seven, and nobody is liking that. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We're wondering if the Milwaukee Bucks are going to figure this out. Well, ESPN NBA analyst J.J. Reddick, he's not wondering. When he was on first take today, he says it's not going to work out. You know why? Two words. Doc Rivers. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. 
Just like getting traded in the middle season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Fun. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no. <laughs> there's never accountability with that guy. I hate to be that guy, but he's not wrong when it comes to J.J. Redick. You may not like the bluster. You may think he's going over the top. All that's true. But he's not wrong. And I'm a Doc Rivers fan. I know Doc Rivers is a good coach. But he's had a lot of failures, a lot of blown leads in playoff series, and excuses next to that ever since he got that championship for the Boston Celtics in 2008. Yeah, and when you talk about blown leads, we're talking about being up in a playoff series 3-1 to one and not being able to close the deal um, and put guys in the right positions to be able to be successful. Now, some of that is also on players, too. We, we can't disregard that. But for this Milwaukee Bucks basketball team, in my opinion, when I'm looking at their losses this year, Freddie, I'm looking at a few of them. To the Hawks, the Raptors, the mm. Magic, the Bulls, the Rockets, the Jazz twice, the Blazers, the Grizzlies. Without John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart, you lost to the Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler. You're, they're 1-3 versus the Indiana Pacers. Hell, they better hope they don't match up with Indiana in the playoff series. They're 1-3 versus the Pacers this season. Uh, that's not good. But I think for this basketball team, they're going to have to dig deep. Mm-hmm. And for guys like Giannis and for guys like Damian Lillard, who's now coming over from the Blazers to this basketball team, they're going to have to figure it out. Yep. And remember the other day I said, hey, things got to be uncomfortable in that locker room. Mm-hmm. It's no more just walking around, swaying your arms, feeling like everything is all good and dandy because good and dandy don't have them in a good spot. The record says they're in a good spot, but we see the game of basketball with our eyes and we know they aren't in a good spot. You got to defend. For them to have a defensive player of the year and Giannis Antetokounmpo, also an MVP at some point, uh, NBA champions on this roster as well. Mm -hmm. And then Brooke Lopez, who was runner up uh, for defensive player of the year a year ago. It's inexcusable, in my opinion. And they all need to dig down deep, Doc Rivers included, like J.J. mentioned. I understand, yes, it is hard as hell to come into the middle of a season and try to coach a basketball game, a basketball team, and put your philosophy into it as well. We know that. Right. But they're phenomenal players over there. You're a great coach. Mm. Make it work. I almost said make that you know what work, but I (laughs) forgot we was on air for Freddie. Make it work, Doc and and, and Giannis and, and Dane. Make it work. Yeah, as my brother Skip Dix likes to say in South Carolina, handle it or be handled, period. And that's, oh. yeah, seriously, handle it name? or be That's yeah. a hell of a saying for Skip Dix. I know. Handle it or be handled. No jokes, please, as far as that goes. I'm warning you. <laughs> you, better, you better leave my family alone. <laughs> but on that note from him and on that note from you, that's exactly the kind of advice Shaquille O'Neal during All-Star break was giving out to Damian Lillard of the Milwaukee Bucks. Handle it or be handled. Dame, I don't have any questions. I'm going to give you some <laughs> advice because I'm your big brother. Yeah. I've been in a position you've been in before. Kenny's been in that position before. You and Giannis, you're being too nice. Yeah. When it all is said and done, it don't work out. Three people going to get blamed. Doc, you and Giannis. So you and Giannis got to make sure the troops get it done. There's no reason, that, but with Doc being there, y'all should be three and seven. That right there is on her. So, y'all, right. so when you get back, you're going to have to g- grab some people by the necks and say, hey, this is what I need you to do. So you're right. that's my gotcha. advice to you, young brother. You, you gotcha. heard him in the background. Damien, look, you're right. You're right. I got you. That's all well and good to say that when you're sitting next to Shaquille O'Neal. 
But hey, Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Doc, no more excuses, Rivers. What are you going to do about it? Because he's exactly right. You cannot allow this team being three and seven since Doc Rivers took over, losing to teams you have no business losing to when you're a Milwaukee Bucks team that are thinking championship or bust. You got to be at the full tilt boogie each and every night because Shaq is right. If this blows up and you have no championships, only three people are going to take that blame. Doc Rivers, the head coach, Damian Lillard, because you left Portland, you had the time was done to find a way to get a championship situation that's going to be better suited for you. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, who has two MVPs and also the championship ring. It's going to fall on you three. Handle it or be handled. And right now they've been handled the first 10 games under the reign of Doc Rivers in Milwaukee. Freddie, sometimes when it comes to some of the greatest teams that we've seen across all the sports, right? or some of the greatest businesses across sports. You respect everyone that you, you know, have on your roster or you spec, respect everyone that you work with. Yeah. But sometimes things have to get uncomfortable for greatness to 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 be to be at the forefront, right? No some it, it's like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you have to get on somebody, but at the same time if someone gets on you, you can't be Giannis and you can't be Dame getting into your feelings if someone get on get onto you if you're not doing what you're supposed to do either. Yeah, no doubt about that. So the second half starts sooner than later for Milwaukee Bucks. They better start treating that like the playoffs or it's not going to be a comfortable situation no matter how much the start has been so far with Doc Rivers taking over for Adrian Griffin. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance and staying in the NBA. I'm going to tell you why the Boston Celtics are like this championship NFL team and not in a good way. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Don't forget about us on Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio about a minute or two away, give or take a second or two, on why the Boston Celtics are like this championship NFL team. And that won't be a good thing for the Celtics if they'll like that team. We'll do that in a couple of seconds. But Robert in the great state of Virginia, he's always got something to say. We'd love to hear him say it on the Freddie Harry call line at 888-729-3776. Big Rob, what you got, my friend? Go ahead, Robert. I wanted to get Rob on, Harry. I tried, yeah. my, I tried my best, so I guess we'll just have to move on to the Boston Celtics. Oh, no, wait, real quick. Everett in North Carolina, he's got something to say. Easy Ed, what you got, my friend? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Y'all are the show for the people. <laughs> Let me tell you, we ought to change the show. We ought to call it the people's show with Freddie and Harry. Look, uh, I, I, I just want to squeeze this in. Uh-huh. Um, the Carolina Panthers need to get an O-line. We got our yes. boy. We got him for years. We spent a lot of money on him. We're going to have to keep him. Let's get an O-line. I know I, I know. Uh, Harry doesn't want to hear that because they, they will be battling, we'll be battling, uh, we're battling the Falcons, but let's get an O-line. I'm Eddie from Kakalaki. I'm out. <laughs> I love that. Okay, easy, Ed. From Kakalaki. Not now, North Carolina, Kakalaki. Well not done, not only guy. offensive line that the Carolina Panthers need, they need skill position players. They need the mm-hmm. wide receivers to be able to um, – you know, be available to Bryce Young and the rest of that offense. They just need they need they need a lot offensively, in my opinion. Yeah, I I still believe in Bryce Young. I think Me he's too. going to be better than what we saw in the first year. He couldn't be much worse. But it goes to your point about the talent that was not around him, and it didn't help him that C.J. Stroud went to a team that people thought was going to be a complete dumpster fire 
when yep. it came to the Houston Texans, but everybody seemed to play well. Not just the coach D'Amico Ryans, but guys on defense, guys on offense. Nobody saw that C.J. Stroud coming, but once we saw it, we said, oh, look out now. And he wanted to win in a playoff game, and they didn't really embarrass themselves when they took on the Baltimore Ravens. That team is definitely going to come up, and I think if Bryce Young gets anywhere near that, not going to see the same thing, but you're going to see a little bit of what we didn't see in the first year, a confident quarterback getting the ball to playmakers and playmakers raising their game to go to guys still think is going to be a successful quarterback in the National Football League. And if you're the Boston Celtics, we know what kind of successful franchise they've been. They're a storied franchise. They're a historic franchise. But I hope for their sake, Harry Douglas, that the Boston Celtics are not like the San Francisco 49ers of the NFL. That team finally broke them with an NFC championship. When many people wondered, man, can they win in those big games? Can they win in those big situations? They found able to call it a comeback because they've been here for years when they beat the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game. Then you have a 10-point lead versus Kansas City, and then you were not able to finish that job when it comes to them. The Boston Celtics, to me, right now are in the same kind of situation. We think they have that championship medal. I want to believe that they have learned their lessons from what happened against Golden State two years ago. 2-1 leading the finals, didn't scratch another game. Last year in the Eastern Conference Finals against Miami, down 3 nothing. then he tied the series at 3 and then fell apart in Game 7. I've seen a different Boston Celtics team what I've seen this year. To me, as far as I'm concerned, this is their NBA title to lose because they're the one team that can look at everybody and say, we are more motivated than anybody else to win the NBA championship because we've been that close in the last couple of years when it comes to the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I think the time is now for Boston uh, when you look at the last four years, they have two conference finals appearances, the NBA finals, and then they had a first-round exit. Uh, but we're not going to pay attention to that part of it. This is a basketball team that has been in the thick of things the last four or five years. And I think mm-hmm. you look at Jason Tatum, who's leading his team in scoring rebounds and assists. Yeah. It's time for him to finally get over the hump as well as a player when we talk about winning a championship and potentially being the NBA Finals MVP. He's 10th in scoring when you look at the NBA overall. But also, I think you look at this team, they have the best record in the National Basketball Association. Two key pieces for, for their team that came to Boston this season. Christoph Porzingis now gives them that valuable third option, mm-hmm. right, that they can count on to give them consistent scoring. And also Drew Holiday, who's one of the best two-way players that the NBA actually has right now. And we see the way Derek White is playing. So I look at the Boston Celtics as the team to beat when mm-hmm. we talk about NBA championship-wise. Sure. And I this year, I think better, more so than any other year, should be the, this, they, their year to, to be able to win it. And if they have that opportunity to do so, because it's, it's right there laid out for them, based on what you just said. Jason Tatum, more of a playmaker, not trying to be the leading team in scoring. He's going to do that anyway. But I go back to a game they played against Miami where he wasn't scoring the ball well. But he was making plays with Jalen Brown. He was making plays with Derek White. He was making plays with Drew Holiday and Christos Porzingis. And yeah, I know Jimmy Butler wasn't there. To me, you find a way to make plays. It's not a Jason Tatum problem that Jimmy Butler was not part of that basketball game when they beat the Miami Heat in Miami. It's a different kind of Jason Tatum that at any given time, oh, he can go nuclear, and he will. But if that means it's going to be at the expense of getting guys better shots, that's going to travel in the playoffs. At times, I thought Jason Tatum tried to put too much on himself that I got to be able to score. And plenty of times when he didn't score, it seemed like he was lost. That's been a big, big difference, what I've seen from Boston this year. And if that carries over into the playoffs, no one's going to beat them. 
Not Milwaukee, not the Knicks, not Miami, nobody. The Western Conference is different. A bunch of loaded teams over there. Yep. But if he continues to do that, there won't be an Eastern Conference team, in my opinion, that will be able to hang with the Boston Celtics on that side of the bracket. Yeah, and I think also the growth of Derek White at the point guard position, right? Being able to settle things down along with Drew Holiday mm-hmm. if you need him to do that as well. We're talking about an NBA champion, a guy that won a championship with the Milwaukee Bucks, can disrupt point guard play. I think if you don't have a guy that can guard the opposing team point guards, right. you're going to struggle throughout a playoff series as well because there's just so many dynamic scores at the point guard position in the Eastern Conference. So I I really like the Boston Celtics and where they're at, where they're at as a football, um, excuse me, as a basketball team. And I think this is actually the year that mm-hmm. I can see it, see them winning the NBA championship. Yeah, because they have to carry the torch of that city. I mean, the Patriots are no longer the Patriots. People still remember the Bruins flame out last year. Best record in history of the NHL regular season. Look at you bringing Losing up Losing to the Florida stuff. Panthers. I mean, the MLS team not playing well when it comes to the England Revolution. The Boston Celtics, the Red Sox are the Red Sox, and that's not a good thing now. The Boston Celtics have to carry the torch for that city of Boston. They would call themselves city of champions. And all of a sudden, they're the city of non-champions. You got eight-year-olds that don't know what this is. They can't go through this for the rest of their lives. <laughs> they don't know what non-championship events happening in their city, Harry. They can't go through this into their teenage years <laughs> like their parents and grandparents as far as that goes. That's why the Celtics have all that pressure. And FOS Friend of the Show will speak on the Celtics and the title chances. And his slippery feet... Listen for that next on Freddie and Harry. Never slippery in ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast.